The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Whatever you, whatever you have your phone up ready to do right now. I don't know. I, all I'm saying is that I am here to give you my boots on the ground report from this year's 75th uh, Primetime Emmy Awards. And before I said anything, because I'm talking about an award show, I just thought it was appropriate. <laughs> that was it. Listeners, um, listeners, what other podcast has a boots on the ground reporter that was inside the Emmys? Do you hear like, <laughs> yes, no, maybe so. Well, I think the answer to that question is probably like dozens of them, Every, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> only one that you're listening to now has one. Yes. Correct. Currently. Dominic, tell, tell us everything i got to go to the emmys this year i was the plus one for my friend amanda who's an executive producer of the voice and maybe I got, you've heard of it maybe you've heard of this small 
international talent show. And uh, I've known Amanda for many decades. We used to work together in the last century on the Ricky Lake show. And uh, she has won an Emmy. Century. You're such it was. And <laughs> she, she and her uh, colleagues have won the award before for the voice. Um, but the juggernaut that is RuPaul's Drag Race has been sort of sweeping it recently, except for last year when Lizzo's uh, Let's Have a Cake with the Big Girls. I think that's the name of that show. E Eating Cake Dominic. with the Big Girls. That's not the title? Whatever. Something with the Big Girls. What is it called? Pastries with the Big Girls. I so <laughs> that one, best competition show. And uh, so they get nominated every year because the show is great. And I got to go. Yeah. I have never been to an award show before. And I have recapped billions of them yeah. over the yes. past hundred years. And you're an award I, show. Like I think I'm an award show slut. Like you're an actual award show. Like you love award shows. Like I think that I love award shows whore. until you and I get in a room together and you love award shows way more than me. And I absolute like, whore for award yes. shows. I can't I mean maybe like love award about shows. You it's something about you that I know is that you love award shows. Like if I had to write I, down five facts about Dominic, like love he loves award shows would be like the first thing I would write down. And I love them sometimes more than the products that they are awarding. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, correct. I, just, I, I don't know. I guess I just have always loved the, as a producer, just the challenge of producing something mm -hmm. that isn't boring to people who maybe aren't into pop culture very much. That, that I, I've always sort of admired when someone's able to pull off a really well-produced award show, which I thought last night's was. I thought it was um, great. I thought it was tight. They finished early, actually, which is an they accomplishment. They finished right on time. It was like 11 p.m. and it was like, boop, like it, the news came on. And I, you know, when I told some of my friends that it was the first award show that I'd ever been to, a couple of them reminded me that I have in years past gone to the VMAs. I'm willing okay. to, in a bar, I mean, have a lengthy Dominic, discussion about I, why the VMAs are not an award show, but I will not do it on this podcast. I mean, Dominic, how dare I, you? Yeah, dare like, you? <laughs> sure. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> do they hand out awards at the VMAs? Yes. Sure. Is it a show? Can, it, do it is, I of hand course. out awards in my living room sometimes? Is that an award show? No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... Do I vacuum the house sometimes in the nude? Yes. Does that make me Madonna? No. No. Joan Cusack, working girl. Not the exact line, but blah, blah, blah. So I was, uh, to be uh, honest with you, I was a little nervous. I was like in, in sort of a don't meet your heroes type of way where yeah. I'm like, what like, if I what go if and I hate terrible. it so much? Yeah. If I hate it so much that I'm never going to like award shows again. Uh, that wasn't the case. Thank I'll tell God. you that we entered... We walked the red carpet because my friend Amanda and her colleagues were nominated. Was a nominee. That, yes. So that was the most interesting and intense part of the evening because you go in there as to me as a civilian and I have my phone ready because I'm just going to take yeah. pictures oh, of yeah. everyone, post them on the Fixing Famous People Instagram page, look super cool on socials, blah, blah, blah. But it is so much more intense. You immediately at seven, let's look at seven eighteen PM. You sent us a picture of Courtney Kardashian and 
Travis Barker and you said, what are they doing here? And I still don't. I know he was drumming in one of the segments. Not even a good enough answer. This is to award excellence. Get out. I'm putting on my tinfoil hat because I swear to you, like in the past, since he has been with Courtney, he is the only person that has drummed on any award stage since. Since he has married her, that it is, and I'm someone who like, I was the Blink-182 like core audience age, Mm -hmm. like, you know, demographic. So like, if he would have been at the Oscars doing a drum set, like I would have been like, that's Travis Barker. Like, I know what, (laughs) who he is outside of being Courtney's husband. And like, he has not drummed on a stage for an award show until he started being with her. Right. And I think it's a conspiracy that they want her to show up at all the award shows. And it so worked. Make him do like truly. It worked. When we entered the red carpet, they were the first people that we saw. And so I took a picture. And then there are so many famous people in one place at the same time. You just sort of, I, I put my phone away. It was, this is impossible. No, it was too I won't much. Even, what, what, yeah, you only have so much I, film. I won't what remember being here. I won't yeah. remember being here. I'd rather just see all of the people. And remember having seen them rather than try to take pictures like an old man with my phone, which I still half the time don't even know how to take a picture with quickly. And I need two hands to do it. So we saw them and then it was just one, like in the most bizarre presentation, it's like, there's Daniel Radcliffe, there's Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman. There's Elizabeth Debicki who played uh, Princess Diana in the mm-hmm. in the Crown, and it just it kept going one after the other. And and at this morning or yesterday morning, everyone said, "Well, who did you meet? Uh, who did you see there?" And it sounds so weird, but you just say everybody, like Every, everyone's I saw everyone. in this we were room all at the there. same yeah. time. <laughs> it's, like- it's so weird just to see. It was a it was a pop culture fever dream. And I couldn't believe that I'd never been before, but I was almost glad, you know, I've been a comedian for 30 years and I've been a television producer for that long as well. And I'd never been to an award show because it turns out I'm actually not good at either of the things that I've been doing for the past 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really good to know how mediocre I was that I'm 74 and this was the first red carpet I was on. Oh, don't worry. The Real Housewives of New Jersey was nominated for a People's Choice Award. Me and all of the other producers were like, well, this is the closest we'll ever get to being nominated for an Emmy. So we might as well just (laughs) pretend like we're nominated. I was nominated many years ago for a daytime Emmy when I had a very, very brief stint as a senior producer on Divorce Court. But other than that, that's uh, that's it. With a couple of VMA visits with my friends who worked at MTV at the time, I had not been to an award show. It was super fun. But that that hour or that half hour, hour, however long it was when you're walking down the, the red carpet is very, very intense and just sort of it was sort of like being on the floor of the stock exchange back when the brokers used to be on the floor screaming yeah, and like and screaming at each shit. other yeah <laughs> that's what it was it was like the pop culture stock exchange where people are just screaming celebrities names and you know trying to get them to come over to their their booths and their cameras you know e was there our bible of course people and people.com yes. was there literally and, the uh, altar that we literally the altar that we pray at people.com and what we will post on the fixing famous people uh insta page if you go there was my friend amanda and i 
found a little spot on the red carpet where we wanted to take a picture of ourselves. And then John Hamm walked right in front of the phone. And you'll see on the Insta page, the look on my face as I'm gazing up at the, is, the insanely tall John Hamm. Unbridled glee is what I would describe <laughs> it so as. Bizarre, which not the least of which is that before I got to the red carpet, when I was Ubering there, my friend, my friend texted me and just said, please do what you can to see John Hamm's penis. I didn't know that moments later I would come very, very close. Cock to cock with it. He's also not cock to cock because John Hamm is so tall and I am so short that my (laughs) face is literally at the same, uh, would it be latitude or longitude as the Hamaconda? So I, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So. It was, I I came very, very close. Yeah, this Um, picture's good. And know that Rebecca, I mean, P.S., we're so remiss to not have done this before, but we were supposed to like, in the height of like basically everything we say on the show coming true, we were supposed to say, John Hamm should have sex with Rebecca Bregman. And this, when you set this picture off, like she's a John Hamm head, like from way back when. So seeing this picture i mean she literally just immediately texted back i'm dead like and i was honestly <laughs> concerned for a second i was i was involved in many group texts uh during yeah. the, the show with with different groups of friends and it was a, it was a blast it was an absolute i was going to live tweet from there but it just became too complicated no, and no, no, uh, no. you got to soak it in so i don't worry about my performance as much in the group texts as i do with the public socials so you know if jokes fall flat with you queens i don't normally give a shit but i just needed to be at the top of my game and it was la live the venue was ginormous it looked humongous Uh, it was humongous and it was just a lot of fun the seat that you know the there were i went to the gym that morning at sunset plaza here i went to crunch and there uh, there were some twinks outside the steam rooms, just sort of soliciting, posing, whatever they do to old people like me before they walk into the steam room, which I did not do for the record. Uh, Color but me then surprised. The, I was the same here. I was in a rush. Uh, <laughs> those twinks, I later, they were seat fillers at the Emmys later. I kid no. you not. I kid you not. Well, that's, but Dominic, that's who's a seat filler. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, a, yeah, for sure. I guess All they right. didn't get. They didn't get lucky at the steam room that day. We have so much to unpack. Like, so where do do we want to talk about the Emmys as a show? Do we want to talk about your run-ins with celebrities? Can we, do we want to talk about your, your dreams coming true when Joan Collins walked on stage? Like where, where do we start? And let me tell you when, when the voice, the category that my, that I was there for my friend, Amanda, when the voice did not win, uh, we then decide to get up and go have a drink at the at the bar after during that break. So you get up, the seat fillers take your seats, and you're not allowed back in until the next commercial break, you know, for obvious reasons. So when we were waiting in the wings to come back, we could hear the announcer say, coming up, Jason Bateman. And my friend Amanda almost passed out because she's like madly in love with him. And she drew breath and was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then they said another couple of names. And then they said, and Joan Collins. And I screamed like bloody murder no, screamed. Dominic, on the show, they said Dame Joan Collins. Like oh, that's right. That's right. They name. put respect on her Dame. They were like Dame Joan Collins. And I texted you all capitals 
911, Dame Joan Collins coming up. Oh, I was up. there. Like, I was, oh, my friend Amanda was picking me up point. off the floor. Yep, yes. picking me up <laughs> off the floor. And we were laughing hysterically because we both screamed at this team. Different people. But for yeah. Different people, like different centuries, basically. Yeah. Different, All of like, it. Polar ice caps. Yeah. Like and so there were a lot of standing ovations that night, maybe a few too many. Like people were popping up and down. It was like being. It was like being in church on crack. Yeah. It was it was utterly well, ridiculous. Well, I will say they were throwing everyone at us. Like it wasn't like they had one person that came out like, oh, okay, like we should clap for like this person deserves it. They sure. were giving us like full casts of TV shows that you haven't seen in 35 years. So totally. Will, yeah. But we don't need to pop up and down every time. I mean, every time Jennifer Coolidge wins something, I got to get out of my seat. No, it's how been dare like you? she's the woman of Dominic. the century. I will not. I will not. I will not back Dominic, down from it. She thanked us directly. I mean, the evil gaze line was the was the line of the night. The moment yeah. of the night was Brian Cox kissing Kieran Culkin for me. That was again. That why was are these men the kissing moment. each other on the lips? I I'm I started this whole thing with Mark Ruffalo and Rami Youssef. Like I saw that kiss. Now we have this kiss, and then the people at the bear were basically making out on stage for like 45 they minutes. Were they were fingering each other yeah, they, like, on live television. What's happening? What's happening? Question mark. I think people are just getting more expressive. I mean, I think men sure. can kiss. They, they should be able to kiss on the lips whenever they want to. They can practice on me. Not Brian Cox, but Kieran Culkin could. <laughs> By the way, I had a run-in with Kieran Culkin at the governor's no. ball afterwards. No. Yes. And? He was the uh, he was running around and everyone wanted a picture with him and of course Amanda and I tried to get as close as we can and I screamed Kieran can we get a picture and he whipped around and looked me directly in the eye and with a little bit of attitude said I have to get back to my wife and then he walked away and I looked at Amanda and I said I guess that's a good reason for not taking a picture with someone is she in labor or something like I don't understand you're at the <laughs> Emmy Awards you should have expected this. <laughs> but I'm still a fan. And you were a winner. Like you won. So like now everyone yes. definitely, and Dominic, by the way, I will mm -hmm. bring up that yeah. during our succession episode, you called that he was going to win all of the awards and not Jeremy Strong. And he did. He did. And Cause he they'd did. already awarded him. They'd already was awarded that a Jeremy fix? Strong. Was that a fix coming true? No, but was it, is it, do, am I treating it as it was? Yes. Let's take a small tangent here while we're, while we're on this subject. I do not understand why Succession submitted Brian Cox in the lead actor category when, uh, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch this last season of Succession, we'll give you a countdown. I have the perfect music for the countdown if you want to avoid uh, hearing the spoiler. Are you ready for it? <laughs> you have five seconds to leave the room. Anyway, Brian Cox's character dies in like the third or fourth episode. Why was he nominated as lead actor? If he had been nominated for supporting, he would, would have sense. he would have won the award and it would have a great actor in a great iconic role would have been given his due. Instead, when they won for best series, you know, Jesse Armstrong, the creator, had to call him out specifically because he was the only of the leads to get through all the seasons of the show without winning anything. Uh, well, without winning an Emmy anyway, uh, which he should have because he wasn't him, him being in the lead category to me, I was just, was just as ridiculous as the bear 
being, being nominated a comedy. for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no well, one understands so, this. But it's because they probably put themselves there because they knew that they would lose to succession. Right, but doesn't someone at the a television academy get to say, hold, let me watch this and see if this is in the right category? Like, I did they just say, oh, you so. think you're a comedy? Okay. I don't, I it don't, just it made no sense. There's yeah. no, I, I don't, The Bear is a fantastic television program. I'm it's a drama. struggling it's a, to think of a time I laughed when I watched yeah, it. Yeah. It's not funny, I'll tell you that much. It's like, I mean, Ooh. it is. there are parts that are funny, but it is a drama. It's it's a, it's suicide in the first episode for God's sakes! Like, what are we yeah. even talking about? Like, how is this? Yeah. Is not a comedy. It's not a black comedy. It's nothing. It's just it's a drama, a good one. Very silly. Anyway, anyway, I thought that the show was good. I thought that the reunions were wonderful. It's so hard to reinvent something that you've seen so much of, and I think reuniting these casts and looking back on iconic television shows is something they could do every year because you, you could do four or five every year. Just look back, you know, and not for nothing. It's like, it's see, it's seemingly low hanging fruit, but like just going back to the, I love Lucy chocolate conveyor belt. It's like, it'll never get old. No, like it I, I thought it was funny. funny. It wasn't even that good. And it was still amazing. Like, and you just think back to like, wow, that's like, like her doing that sketch changed the world. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you really think about like, and even when, when, Carol Burnett came out and like, they didn't even really show any of the Carol Burnett show. She just talked and it was, you really sit there and you're like, wow, this person revolutionized comedy for women. Sure. Period. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's sad that other generations will not understand who these people are. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And these shows are a chance for them to do that, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, it's sure. a great, I loved the shows that they picked. I mean, I, I don't know if they were random or not, but like Martin cheers all in the family was obvious because of Norman Lear, but yeah. Ally McBeal, which I haven't thought about in quite some time. Yeah. And it's been, that show was on 25 years ago. That is yeah. insane because I remember being in my twenties when that show came out and every, I mean, it was just, everyone talked about it all the yeah. time. Everybody loved it. That was when I was too young for, and that, but like, as you grow up, like you, people older than me were always like, oh my God, I loved Ally McBeal whenever I was like your age. Like mm -hmm. that, people always said that to me. I feel like it's very of the moment in a way that if you were to go back and watch it, you'd probably be bored a little like, bit. What like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, I don't think, I but, think the stuff that can, was groundbreaking in it wouldn't seem even like, seem yeah, groundbreaking. I would be now. like, huh? But I'm, I can put myself in the place of like, oh, this, I mean, much like, plug, plug, plug in an upcoming Patreon episode, I put myself back into 1991 as a little fetus baby to mm -hmm. like watch Madonna's Truth or Dare. So it's like, I feel that I could do that and be like, oh yeah, at the time this was like a big deal. Sure. But I do want to go back and watch it. It was like, I mean. I, maybe and, you'll enjoy it. By the way, Calissa yeah. Flockhart looks fantastic. And Look, I know. Her face, you're not her face lift people's... is looking great. <laughs> She looks great. Whatever it took, she looks great. All this to say, the actual Emmys, a delight. Yes, I agree. The show uh, moved really well. Everyone's speeches were sort of short great. and impactful. You know. Okay, in the actual theater, did you see, the, did they put on a screen like, this person would like to thank these people? No. They did, at home, on the lower third, they basically said, like, 
Quinta Brunson would like to thank. And then it was like oh. lists of people. So you didn't have to be like my agent and this person and this person and this person. Like those, all the like seemingly like, I love that. Like, you know, business people, not like my parents and blah, blah. They put on the lower third so they didn't have to do that. And I think that was really effective. Yeah. They've done that on other award shows in the past. I do think it's a good idea. And it made the speeches better. They didn't show that. The speech about like their personal life, which like is what we want to hear. I don't want to hear them thanking like the random executives at the whatever network. They definitely did not show that. Um, in the room, there were no graphics, but I mean, there were screens where we could more easily sure. see the stage, but there were no graphics. I thought every, almost everything about the show was good. There were like a couple of confusing moments, i.e. what's wrong with Martin Lawrence. But other than that, it, Dominic, was, it was pretty well, flawless. And also what was, is wrong with Martin Lawrence? That was concerning. I don't think I'm he, reading about that enough afterwards. No, like, and he seemed confused. Like, and I'm I'm saying this earnestly. Like, this isn't a joke. Like, he seemed confused to be there, mm. and he he stumbled over his words. And someone emailed me recently. And was like, was he drunk? And I was like, I don't even think it was that. I think he. I don't know. Is he okay? And that's not even that's earnest. It could be possible that he was just terrified that Tisha Campbell was going to beat the shit out of him on live television because I don't know when their feud settled, but that's the reason there's been no Martin reunion until now. Like she, I believe, couldn't stand him. So I don't know. I guess they got back together. Any chance I have to see Tashina Arnold do or say anything, though, I will take advantage of. I have always thought she was the best part of that show, and I absolutely love her. Uh, and she was hilarious. Um, they were great. They all were good. They were. It they was were. So, that was legitimately funny. Like I was like, "Oh, this is fun. Like I'm enjoying this." Um, the cast of Always Sunny, I thought was they were just being their characters on stage, bit. which uh, hilarious. It was a great bit. It was. It was great. great. Like it was just them being their characters, which I loved. Um, uh, now speaking of where Shelley, which we weren't, where was Shelley Long during the Cheers? not even that but they didn't even like mention that she wasn't there no i don't know that was there there was a few question marks for me yeah like it's like sometimes you want to go where everybody forgets or deliberately doesn't mention your name shelly long where is shelly long I don't know. When we say we're Shelly, apparently we mean are we all Shelly's. Yeah, no, like she, should we add that at the end? Because where is Shelly Long? <laughs> you want the tagline of this podcast to now be where's Shelly where's Shelley Long? And where's Shelly's? Where, Dominic, where is she? Can you answer the where question? Are the where are where's all the Shelly's? Where are all the Shelly's? Yeah. I, I, yeah, you're right about that. Anthony Anderson's mom being the person telling them to wrap it up, in That's my funny. opinion, was the funniest shit ever. She's on like all funny. of his shows now. Hassan watches the show where like you have to try to guess who's like a liar and who's not. I don't know what she's it, it also was. Joe Biden's vice president, uh, no. <laughs> vice presidential nominee. <laughs> she should be honestly. Um, Speaking of the election, she, it was really funny in the room, and you did hear conversations once in a while. It's like, oh, thank God, these awards are finally being presented. It's like, well. Today's the Iowa caucus. We're like actively involved in two wars that we know about. It's Martin Luther King Day, and we're here like having a an industry yeah. <laughs> circle jerk. It did feel a little weird, but then then they would just play the music and we all got back into it. And then you it were was like, pretty funny. Yeah. I was like, yes, it is frivolous, but I just remembered we are frivolous people. And we the sure. award we're goes not. to beef. Yeah. To quote Cat Pappas, I haven't done it in a long time. 
we are not a serious country. <laughs> we are not a serious country. We um, are not. Okay. Anthony you know what's really talk- good though Wait. about award shows when you're in California? They it's it, when the shows are yeah, you, done. You end at six p.m. It's like it was seven yeah. o'clock when you left. And it's, yeah. You you can go to a ball afterwards if one's available yeah. <laughs> because at eleven o'clock at an award show when you're in New York, I'm wasted. So I I can't do anything except ask people to leave or for someone to put me in an Uber. But for this, we were just, we're ready to go to a party. It was dinner it was time for you. Yes. I always think about that. Like I've never lived on the East, on the West coast. I mean, so I've never experienced like what we know as prime time for them to be like four o'clock. Do you know like, right. it's like, Oh, here's this new thing premiering. It's like, no, it's at eight o'clock for us. Like, um, here's, here's one other observation from, the red carpet that I really truly did notice. And I know this will sound funny, but I was serious. I'm seeing a lot of sun damage on male faces in Hollywood. Yeah. I, and like a shocking amount of age spotted. I golf too much forehead nonsense. Like it was, I, I was very surprised because I thought that, I thought that California was like the SPF capital of the world that people just all put it like slathered their bodies in it before they went out, but noticeably more on men than women. I will say, uh, I don't really have a discussion about it. I just want everyone to know I'm concerned. No, it's, and you know what? It looks just so bad. And this is not like wrinkles or whatever. It's like sun damage. I have a little bit on my high cheeks, but no one no, would ever know because no, I powder no. the shit out of myself before Dominic, I leave the house. Dominic, You'll never no. know. There are some people, and not even that old, that like when I like even their chests, like they will have like their mm-hmm. chest, like their shirt buttoned down, and it's like ravit. It's like sun damage to the hilt, and it does not look good. I it, um, speaking I of like damage, it. speaking of unsightly damage, I did. I tucked all of my necks under that bow tie. I don't know. People are like, oh, you don't need a neck lift. I'm like, if I take off this bow tie, it It'll is literally like an, it would be like an oxygen mask dropping from the ceiling for you on a plane. <laughs> That's what's happening with these necks. And the key okay. too, if I did a red carpet again, I would hire a PA or an intern to follow me and, and take all the pictures. Like that's the yeah. best way to do it. If you can get yeah. like a plus two, that's the way. So you don't want to be bothered doing because you want to enjoy the experience. Just have someone follow you. Maybe that's why everyone has their assistant on the red carpet and they all look so calm. Maybe they're secretly just taking pictures of them next to Helen Mirren, who wasn't there, but I just didn't want an hour to go by without saying the words Helen Mirren. Circling back really quickly. What an effective way other that was less rude, surprisingly, to get the people to wrap up their speech and make it be funny than Anthony Anderson's mom yelling at them. Mm-hmm. Like when the music plays, it's like you, you're like, oh, wow, that's rude. When she was standing up with the sign that said like time with a cross out symbol. That, that was, was I hilarious. thought it was so clever. I thought yeah. it was so clever. Like it really and I she love... needs to be employed by these all these shows. Like if she just did this for every show, like I would love it. What a stroke of genius seating her behind Harrison Ford of all people. Dying. Like Dying. fantastic. I will tell you, I led one of the standing ovations and I looked at my friend Amanda and I was, I said, you know, the moment Dame Joan comes out here, I will be popping up first, mostly so my friends can see me um, when watching at home, but also because uh, she deserves it. And she came out, I popped up the first person in the audience, a couple of other uh, who I would assume elder gays scattered around the audience did the same <laughs> 
I looked at my section. I just said, get up. She's 90. And they looked panicked because I looked unhinged. And they got up right away and stood for Alexis. What did people say? They looked terrified and then laughed. They they absorbed my obvious glee at her coming out because I don't think I've ever been in a room with Joan Collins before. I mean, this was a big fucking room, but... I can now say that I was in a room with Joan Collins. We have gone to the same events. Now, speaking of the governor's ball, now we need to talk about two interactions that you had. One of which being <laughs> Miss Nisi Nash Betts. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, she gave, to me without question, she gave the speech of the night. Her acceptance 100%. speech where she thanked a handful of people and then thanked herself extensively. And it was moving and hilarious and perfect. She also looked not real. She looked so perfect. Even up close, she looked like a giant doll. I mean, she just looked absolutely perfect. I am assuming that she had detachable nipples that she left home before the broadcast. (laughs) Because I don't understand how it was up runneth over. It was. She looked like an actual Barbie doll, like a real life hourglass shaped Barbie doll. And that Um, is like in a good way. Like I'm not saying this to be mean. It's truly, it defied the laws of physics. She was very gracious because I could tell that she was sort of, she wanted a little bit of a break. And like, I just made that tiny bit of eye contact with her, which I was like, can I please, before you eat, that uh what were they serving like lobster rolls and shit i was like before you get in a bag right (laughs) i was like can can i please take a picture with you and she was like yes of course let me stand up and uh it was lovely i mean i just you know what did i say to her i was like i'm just so in awe of your whole journey it was like you were sort of introduced to me as a gay icon on reno 911 and you've just become an even gayer icon in a totally different area of your life. And she smiled and said, thank you. And then we took the picture. She was just lovely. But then she, I mean, yeah, a giant. I mean, so, so well-deserved too. Um, Beyond. And, and know that I once saw her in the Marmara Park Avenue hotel when Tinsley lived there, when we were shooting real housewives of New York. Oh my God. And I was like, Oh my God. And Tinsley was like, who, what? Like, what do you, what? And I go, and I grabbed Tinsley by the shoulders and I like shook her. And I was like, that's Nisi Nash. Like, get out of my way. And like, <laughs> like tried to like chase and basically almost tried to chase her. And then I had to like get my wits about me to be like, I can't like assault this woman, like in the like lobby of her hotel. Like I have mm-hmm. to like give her like, you know, her space and like her safety. And so then I like stood down and Tinsley was like, you're being insane. <laughs> Claws, but if you then, haven't seen it, Claws yeah. is a criminally underrated television yes. program that I wish Correct. was still on. It was fantastic. And she is its whole, she is its nucleus. She's the reason it's a success, was a success. I'm surprised. Was she just as beautiful up close as you thought? Uh, Beyond, beyond. Yeah. Like I, she was just flawless and beautiful and just great, kind, giving energy. Not like Kieran Culkin, who punched me in the face and said, get off my (laughs) wife. (laughs) Okay. Now moving right along. And then we really should go. Yes. Tell me about the moment. I, we were ready to leave. Amanda's colleagues had left and Amanda said, Dominic Marla Gibbs is right there. And I looked and I saw in the, a figure in the dark 
alone walking over to a table. And I said, that's not Marla Gibbs. She's no one's going to leave her alone like that. And then she sat at a table and sat there alone. And then she went under the light and I saw it was her. I had a piece of ice cream cake in my hand. And once I realized it was her, I threw it down on the table and looked at Amanda. And I said, we're doing this right now. My friend Mark and I have a decades long obsession with all things Marla Gibbs, the Jeffersons, 227, all of it. When I turned 50 a few years ago, Mark and my other best friend, Adam, got me a cameo from Marla Gibbs. And I should put this on the Fixing Famous People Insta because she's it on is cameo. Oh, yeah. It is two minutes of her sitting in a chair going, Dominic, happy birthday. Don't smoke too much weed now, or at least save some for me. It is hilarious. I am going to put Dying. it on the page. If we don't make it on there for this week, we'll have it up there for next week. Uh, but just to meet her, and I sat down next to her, and I said, is it okay if I take a picture with you? She couldn't have been friendlier, and I told her the whole story about the cameo, which you know there's no fucking way she remembers it. And she was laughing her ass off, and... We took the pictures. You know when you're taking a picture in the dark and sometimes it takes your iPhone a minute and there's like a light goes on and it's just taking yeah, seconds like, no, to take like it. Truly like the Starship Enterprise is like booting up in your phone. It, yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> it was torture. And I'm like, so one of her, whoever's supposed to be handling Marla Gibbs is going to look over here any second and come over and be like, leave this woman alone. Yeah, like, I, like I the, chase you away with a stick. Yeah. It was great. And she looked at me and said, and she took my hand before I left. I said, thank you. She goes, happy new year. And I just said, can I please give you a hug? And she was like, of course. And she was truly just lovely. And we were at the next table for about five or 10 minutes. And every minute or so, my friend Amanda would say, just FYI, Marla Gibbs is still sitting alone at that table. And I was like, if another minute goes by, we're going to join her and we're going to get her more meal. But then she, another meal. And then her friends came over and, uh, ate with her and then I guess uh, went home. But the bottom line is that Marla Gibbs stayed at this party longer than me. And she is 1 billion years older than I. I so mean, Marla Gibbs can hang is the point. And Dominic Pupa no longer can. That was, was it. she having fun. She was having a blast. She was probably in a better mood than anyone else in that room, to be honest oh, with good you. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Uh, she was just thrilled to be there. And when she presented too, she was funny as fuck. To be honest, talking about the wage she was gap. Great. Yeah, saying I need to keep working for another 20 years. Yeah, or I can't it was retire. hilarious. Really hilarious stuff. And the I will say this, since we're fresh off the Golden Globes fiasco, that the writers for the Emmys, I thought, did a really solid job, sort of capturing the moment, not getting too political. I, I thought it was I thought it was really you can tell that many people worked very hard on the show. And as far as award shows go. Uh, I would say a very solid A from me. And they took our note. Guess what? Like very few of them did was go blah, blah, do that thing that I flipped out about last week about being like editing is so great. And then be like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, what? And then like, do there was none of that. There was none of that. It was fantastic. There was none of it. They didn't do like a worshiping of the craft in a way that would turn off anyone who's not in the industry. Like they made the show for everybody. And it's a shame because I'm just hearing that it was the lowest rated Emmys yet, which sucks because it was actually a very entertaining three hours of television. Oh, well.
I mean, all this to say, yes, quoting me, the Emmys have, been, as award shows in general, have been fixed by this podcast, obviously, because so many of our notes were taken. We must now move on to a new entity to fix. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I call them the page six boys. I'm not sure if anyone else does. I'm assuming people do, but maybe not, question mark. It is Danny and Evan from the Virtual Reality Podcast from Page Six. Ooh, thank you thank for being you. here. Thank you for having us. Uh, very excited and curious and scared to see what's going to go on. <laughs> <laughs> so we, are, we are so excited. This is a subject that is close to my heart, Jamie Lynn Spears. So. When oh, I sent Lynn. you guys the list, it was like an immediate email back being like, obviously it's Jamie Lynn Spears, period, end of email. Like it was like not oh. even, there was no discussion. It was like, we are doing Jamie Lynn Spears, like moving right along. I didn't look, I looked at some of the people you guys have done. There have been some hard people mm-hmm. you guys have tried to you uh. know, help, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want to see these boys squirm. I want to see y'all go through <laughs> the ringer and be put to the test. <laughs> Well, we have fixed them all fully. Whether or not they have taken our advice, that's on them after this. We can only do so much. Guys, surprisingly, people have come, like, truly people have listened to our advice. Do we think they've heard this podcast? Unclear. Have they done exactly what we said that they should do? Yes. Okay. And please Um, know that one of those people, and the first one to do it, was Mr. Tom Sandoval. Who That's took right. my advice and went on Howie Mandel? I didn't say Howie Mandel, but I said he should go <laughs> I mean. on. I didn't say go on Howie, Howie Mandel's podcast. My nemesis, by the way. Um, <laughs> I did. I said he should go on a podcast, not a Bravo affiliated podcast or anything like a podcast Smart. that has nothing to do with reality television, and tell his side of the story and just like lay it bare. And that's exactly. For better or for worse, what he did. He truly like, yeah. did it there. He shaved. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Literally, literally bare. Yeah. He really took your advice to the next level because not only did he not go to a Bravo affiliated podcast, he went to a podcast where the host knew absolutely not Nothing. one part of the Scandal story. Correct. Insane. Deliberate yes. and insane. So yes. a safe yes. space for him. Yeah. Now, before we dive in, uh, I just want to say I love the term page six boys because you could be that's it could be a burlesque act or it could be Ooh. teenage private detectives. You know, it could be literally like the page six <laughs> boys. It's whatever you want it to be. It's fantastic. I mean, the Zoom filter must be good if you think I could be a teenage detective. I'm very grateful. 
for your Riverside link. <laughs> yeah, we're in 720p. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> a teenage is... or a burlesque dancer. That I mean, either sounds great to me. Re- sounds like a show idea, like a live show idea for Sonia Morgan. Oh, or we, and like we could be the reality von teasers. Yes. Well, oh, the yeah. oh dear God. Oh, we'll the do Paul, tassels. Yeah. The, oh my, the, God. The, my tassels would just be CVS receipts spinning round and round. <laughs> <laughs> now, usually oh at the top, we ask our guests uh, to guess the middle name of the person we're fixing. Obviously, (laughs) that can't happen this week. So instead, this week, for absolutely no reason, I'm going to ask the three of you to guess what Kathy Bates' middle name is. (laughs) Her connection to Jamie Lynn Spears, there is none. But we're still going to proceed with this because I like Kathy Bates. Oh, look, we can play Six Degrees of Jamie Lynn Spears. Now you're going to connect her to Kathy Bates, Danny. Well, I was going to say, like, there's that, I'm like, how that TikToker was like Stassi's related to Gypsy Rose. I feel like there's a ninth degree something of Jamie Lynn and Kathy Bates. Well, well guys, hey, will be. Britney guys. did the Titanic yeah. <laughs> reference in her song, Oops, I Did It Again. So there we go. Okay, so, this is yeah. a very loose connection, but it is a connection. <laughs> See, this is why the Page Six Boys are private detectives. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a good um, one. That was a do good you, one. Do you know Kathy's middle name? Danny, your face is I'm looking at it right now, yes. Yeah. I am. Why do I want to go... With Lynn? Is it Lynn? I was going to guess Lynn. I, I was going to say Brenda. <laughs> no. Okay. Kathy Brenda I, Bates. Yeah. I was like, oh, you got Brenda Bates? <laughs> okay. I guessed Lynn and you said it was wrong. Danny yep. guesses Brenda. Evan, you also guessed Lynn, I'm guessing. And it's- yeah. It, you're, I mean, I'm glad we chose Kathy Bates for a billion reasons, but for this reason, most of all, to announce to the world that her middle name is Uh-oh. Doyle. <gasps> D-O-Y-L-E Doyle. Yep. Kathy Doyle Bates. This is what if I Doyle called Dyfus. I'm like, how are you naming giving a daughter <laughs> that as a middle name? It's got it's gotta <laughs> be a family it's name. Probably right? a family name. Yeah. D-Y-F-U-S. Oh wait, no, I spelled Dyfus, not Doyle. <laughs> D-O-Y-L-E. Dyfus. I'm just saying, if I was a teacher and they're like, hey, I'm Kathy. Doyle Doyle Bates, Bates. I'd be like, I'm calling the police. police. Here's (laughs) the connection between Kathy Bates and J.B. Lynn Spears, even stronger than Evan's Titanic reference. But wait, but wait, guys, when your sister, the person that is zero degrees away from you, is one of the most famous people on the planet, you can basically connect yourself to anyone that's in show business. Not to be rude, but but go ahead. But But I think the more obvious connection is that the middle name Doyle makes no sense. And neither does Jamie Lynn Spears. So let's (laughs) right into it. Oh, okay. He's coming in hot. Christopher, yeah, we're just, we're starting volcanic with this one. I I can't. This was on my, we we did a Patreon episode called The Unfixables. And for a hot second, Jamie Lynn Spears, who I refuse to make cooler by calling JLS. So no one do that on this podcast today. Do not do it. I love make her cooler. It's like the JLS challenge. Actually, this is what this is doing. This is the JLS JLS challenge. But you know, I don't see a single bucket. I I am guilty of referring to her as JLS quite often. Evan, don't admit that to us. It's Jamie Lynn Spears today, though. Jamie Lynn. That's it. Jamie Lynn Spears. Jamie Lynn. 
Um, and there was a second one I thought she'd be unfixable, but Chris truly talked me into it and said he 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 believes that this is a salvageable human being. Oh, guys, it's okay. I'm not jumping ahead, but like it's a no brainer. In my opinion, this is a no brainer of how to fix her. But I digress. How do we start? Which I mean, Jamie Lynn Spears is the sister of the one of the most famous people of our generation, Brittany, Miss Brittany Jean Spears, Esquire, published author of a record-breaking best-selling book. You son of a bitch. How <laughs> dare you keep calling her that? There were three ghostwriters. Look, I'm fine with... This is an ongoing fight with Chris and I. Oh, keep we, calling her a published author. We feud author. over Britney every day. And he's like, when's the second book coming? I was like, as a Britney Spears like apologist, like no one cares about the second book. I'm assuming both of you love Britney Spears. Do you care about the second book? I care about anything Britney Spears does. Like, and I will say... Are I'm, you begging for the second book? I I'm feel the book, the second book will be, she's like, oh, did I say that? Like, I feel like the second book might get her into some hot water about like, she would like maybe remember something a little bit differently or she could be like, I feel there were like some names that weren't named that she's, I would like the second book to just That's be like, what I and think. another fucking thing. Like if it's that. Yeah. That should be the title quiet. of the book, Danny. And <laughs> like another thing. Her like Marlboro out. Like I would buy that in a second. <laughs> If it's still like picking up the pieces, I'm okay on that front. I feel like Brittany needs to just, I feel like she needs to take some time before she writes a second book because I'm glad that she got her story out as fast as she did. But I think to like really tell the whole story, like there's some more healing that needs to be done. I will yeah, say yeah. though like that- Like decades of it. <laughs> like decades. Yes. And not, unfortunately, like we only have so much time on this earth. Yeah, correct, so I correct. don't know- yeah. <laughs> on this earth is you know, not what like, I thought you were going to say. We just like, say on this like podcast. Like, like, on this earth, <laughs> no. he's getting really introspective over there. No, yeah. like what Brittany was like, literally like tortured and held captive for thirteen years, and I can't imagine what that does to someone's soul. So I don't know, and it's it's so sick and twisted what her family did to her, and it, it just fucking sucks when you think about how there probably isn't enough time within the rest of her lifetime to really undo all the damage oh, that her family. Oh God, did. no, you know? yeah. no doubt. No, no doubt. No doubt. So on the back of all of that pain and suffering, Jamie Lynn Spears is on all that. That's where we first find her as like, not just Britney Spears's sister, but is actually on all that. And I was forced on Chelsea Devantez's uh, podcast, Glamorous Trash to read Lynn Spears's memoir, where I t when I tell you that she describes Jamie Lynn Spears's career and Britney's career as if they were in tandem with each other. Oh, but that's a mom. That's a mom. <laughs> you know, like the you 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 have people where they're like, no, all of my daughters are special, and it's like, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she she's on all that, and then gets a show on Nickelodeon called Zoe One Hundred One. Which I feel like is like where people our age like really found her. Mm -hmm. And it was just basically, I mean, what was the show even about? She was just like a girl at a boarding school, right? Eating sushi. Because I remember I being like, that looks oh, amazing. She, yeah. She did eat sushi. And just for clarification, for there are four of us in this room right now. And when you say our age, you mean yeah, the I, other I'm three not talking not about you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anyone writing in about it. Like, yeah, we get it. Go on. We're, Dominic, did you have, have you ever seen an episode of Zoe 101? I, in order to do research for this podcast, uh, 
over last weekend. I tried to watch one episode of it. I was <laughs> unsuccessful, but I did get the gist. Can I tell you, that was kind of me watching it, and it was supposed to be catered for me. I was yeah, like, this is when you were 12. It didn't yeah. do that much, because I think I was just like, I'm like, okay, they're like from LA or California, and they like have like this cool school. Like, that doesn't fucking change my life. Like, that's not what my school looks like. Like, it didn't appeal to me, but it did make me want to eat sushi. I didn't, like, <laughs> tune into it in the same way that I tuned into Lizzie McGuire or that Yes. And Correct. Like you were Correct. saying, Danny, like, the show was, like, built for us. And I feel like it was specifically built for me as, like, a diehard Britney Spears super stan from, like, the age of seven. But, yeah, for whatever reason, I, like, didn't keep up with it, like, week to week. But I will say the best part of that show Theme was... Song? The theme song that Britney wrote and did background vocals for. And you can actually, um, there's a mix of it that uh, puts Britney's vocals with Jamie Lynn's vocals together. And I wish that Britney just like released the full thing herself because it is so good and so magical. And Jamie Lynn should feel so grateful and blessed that Britney lent her songwriting abilities and background vocal abilities to be on that theme song because that truly is the best part and then i don't know if y'all caught it but jamie lynn did like a remake of it in 2020 before we knew she was a bad guy and bitch i was living for it they did some new sparkly production on it and it is so good yeah to hide her voice (laughs) 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 Ah! oh yeah there's a little bit there was a little bit more use of auto-tune but i love auto-tune so. Oh, same. Uh, look, you're looking at the world's biggest share fan here. So, yeah. Auto tune, whatever, bitch. Just Dominic's middle yeah. name is auto tune. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, Dominic, I'm just going to clip some of this audio of Evan. So, when you make fun of me for being like a Britney Spears fan, I can just replay this to you and like <laughs> just remember that you're getting it mild every week what because i'm not assaulting him the way i do he's a guest you know we, we <laughs> no, treat I'm company just, oh i'm just saying a like, certain way know that no, the fandom can... goes deeper know that oh, the like... fandom goes deeper than me okay oh. and sometimes like i'll meet people and i'll be like whoa i thought i was a fan like it really it really does go deeper but you can ask Danny. <laughs> like i bring up britney every single day i count my life in britney's i relate everything back to britney she is my the I don't know. I am putting money on you wearing a Britney shirt right now. Like oh. I'm trying to form the words of lucky. Yeah, no, exactly. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. The second I saw the why and I was like, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to um, be clear, I am not a non-fan of Britney no, Spears. I know. We're just I'm so we're clear. No, but I'm I just aware. want I I don't want all those insane people who are like Evan to find my home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm I'm not a non-fan of Britney. I do love her i just didn't uh you know she's as as someone my age would say to people your age she was your madonna i mean she yeah. was just oh, yeah 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 that's um, a good way so, to put it evan you have interviewed miss jamie lynn spears yes yes i have interviewed miss jamie lynn spears and this is back when i was at the hollywood reporter the month was may 2020 which was an insane month for many different reasons Mm. and I was bored out of my mind in lockdown and Jamie Lynn Spears had a show coming out on Netflix called Sweet Magnolias that I don't think the Hollywood Reporter was necessarily interested in but me you were (laughs) yeah I I was like can I can I like see if I can talk to Jamie Lynn Spears I did watch that show it was good in a very religious way 
yeah. it was what I did in May 2020. I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> vaccinated to go to church now, I think. Like, <laughs> it really almost converted me. It was very wholesome. It was very wholesome. It was a cute little show, very, like, Hallmark movie vibes. Um, but, yeah, so I reached out, and, like, almost immediately they were like, yeah, of course, like, she would love to talk to the Hollywood Reporter. And so I, I prepped for this interview as if I was, like, Diane Sawyer or Katie Kirk. I was so excited because at this point – Free Britney was kind of like an idea, but we it was still kind of like, is it a conspiracy? Like, what's going on? Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like a, a, a bona fide movement of human beings right. yet. Exactly. <laughs> like, people who believed in it were like crazy. So like, I, whatever. I And at, at that point, we didn't know that Britney felt the way that she did about Jamie Lynn. So I was like, all systems ago, let's go. We talked about the show. We talked about her teen pregnancy. We talked about the Zoe 101 reboot that she was pushing even back then that took a minute to actually happen. Um, but the month, May 2020, was actually the 20 year anniversary of uh, Oops, I Did It Again, the album, which is, I think, oh. I think Taylor or Adele might have beat it. But at the time, it it held the record for like the highest selling female record one week sales etc so we were giving oops i did it again the moment that it deserved and i was like asking her about that time and reflecting on britney's career etc cetera, etc cetera. and this was this should have been a red flag i was really? like what is your favorite song from from that time and she what did she say i think she did say lucky was actually like her favorite song but she referenced she made an incorrect reference to a tour or a performance or a performance that happened on an incorrect i forgot exactly what it was but i was like girl like she didn't have her facts yeah yeah. (laughs) well guys newsflash newsflash she's not by the way (laughs) she's not no Oh, pull up in the Sri Lanka. Am I a Britney fan? Yeah. Right, right. So I was like a little disappointed, but I was like, girl, you don't even know your Britney tours. Like you went on I will. one of them. You were there. Wait, I'll give her, I, this is, okay, the first defense for Jamie Lynn Spears. It's going to be from you, Danny. Yes. I mean, okay. if it's like your sister and she's like, she probably was like, wow, the Hollywood Reporter wants to interview me about my Netflix yep. debut. <laughs> and they're like, so when your when your sister- yeah, did a tour twenty years ago, <laughs> and so she did a tour twenty years ago. What was your favorite dance move? And she's like, "How about when I made muffins on episode four? So maybe she was in clear mind, and maybe it's kind of like that sibling thing where she's like, "Do I know everything my sister has done?" Only that was before direct deposits existed. If you asked her something she did after the Britney checks started coming through. I'm sure she'd be able to have her account and help her out with that. Well, right. Well, and she was looped in on the emails with Lou Taylor and her father. Yeah. But so. back on then, it was just, she was texting on Excel. Like she didn't, she didn't know. All she was things. texting on Excel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like, uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I, guess. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a deep cut that I think uh, I'm the only person that understands. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean Nellie and Kelly, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my so. God. Um, I mean, in her own book, Jamie Lynn Spears is like, we were of equal talent. Like, she truly believes that she's Mm. just as talented as her sister. And, like, the infamous story that not only Jamie Lynn, but Britney and Lynn Spears all tell in their books is, like, when Britney comes back from this amazing, humongous tour and she walks in the door and, like, Jamie Lynn Spears is, like, sitting on the couch, like, eating her dinner on, on, like, a TV tray. (laughs) And it's like, oh, you're back? Like, blech. Like, and it's like, it's like, 
I wanted this. Like, I don't want you to buy us a house. I wanted to, or what was it? It was like, it was something like that. Like, I don't care if you buy us a house. Like or, you, and then she was like screaming at her mom to give her hot chocolate or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I didn't want to buy a new house. I wanted you to buy me like a shopping spree or like something like basically throws a temper tantrum that like her sister didn't buy her a good enough thing, which was wow. like a home, like a new home for their family. The way I'd also kill for her confidence to say, like, no, I'm as talented as her. Like, we each yeah. have our strengths. <laughs> this is what I think about celebrity siblings. Mm. I just, I don't, I have an issue with them even existing. I think there should be one famous person per sibling group. And that's it. And I think it should be, if... If you do have two children that become celebrities, you should have to pay a fine or a monthly stipend oh. to the government for infecting everyone with your family. Like, real, I mean, when you think about it, really, do we need Jamie Lynn Spears? Do we? What would the world be without Stephen Baldwin? Uh, better. Oh well, that's a good thing. Right? I mean, come on. But let's just look at it. Really, People we could eliminate. We could eliminate nine Osmonds with this rule and, and make money <laughs> off of it. Do you understand? My head is going to the ones that I do like. I'm like Beyonce and Solange, but they do different lanes. Like Solange is like, you can be Beyonce. I'll just have my own vibe. And the Hemsworth, because they're both hot. I know there's a third one. I guess we don't. Wait, the third one is hot. He was on Westworld. The third one, the third one is hot. The one that was on Westworld, he he is he too is hot. Yes, oh, they're, all, they're all hot. Dude. I don't they're know why he doesn't get enough like attention online. I feel like gays would love him. He's like he's like juicy and he's like a little short king he's so cute mm -hmm. oh. he is he is That's i didn't even know him. until dozens of episodes that he was a hemsworth, a hemsworth. i never this made is. the connection until someone pointed it out and then it was the only thing i could see when i looked he's at his face cute. i feel like the hemsworths get a pass i feel like solange and beyonce get a pass i also feel like jessica and ashley simpson oh get a pass but I no. always you know, no, Ashley's Simpsons. my bitch, so like she's no, yeah, getting a pass. No, Ashley's the better Simpson sister. No, I'm not saying yeah. I as someone with cystic acne and was like chubby, <laughs> not saying she was, and the worst bangs for five years in middle school, like that girl helped me more than I think I could put into words. So like, no, she's 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 she stays she's sticking on the island. Do you know which celebrity I... sister though I always felt so <laughs> bad for was Haley Duck. I felt so bad for Haley yeah. Duck because She's the one who wanted to be a star. And then yeah. as legend has it, they moved out to LA to sort of like help Haley become a star. And then everyone started noticing Hillary and then Hillary, like within like a year and a half gets her own show on Disney. I just, I, I yeah. cannot imagine. And like the, be and like the best show on Disney ever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, on yeah. Haley's cooking show, she and Meghan Markle before <laughs> she became famous. Had Oprah Stop. Stop. So Stop. there are wins. Stop. Stop. And she hosted timeout. Danny, time sometimes out. sometimes on this podcast, someone says something that Chris and I are not familiar with, and we have to come to a halt. Did you just use the phrase, the sentence participle on Haley Duff's cooking show? I'm done. <laughs> and of course, it wasn't on Food it's Network. Over. No, Naturally. and then invoked. Dominic, and then invoked your queen, Miss Meghan Markle. <laughs> Is that your favorite person? I, I need her to run for president of the United States. Oh, That's okay. all there is to it. Or she should at least be the secretary of defense. She's up to something. Where is she, Evan? Where is she? And Danny, come on, uh, page six, just, boys. This is your investigation. She's been out of the spotlight for months. She's planning an attack. 
I went to the Renaissance World Tour with her. Like we sat separately, but we were there at the same night. So I could have asked her that. <laughs> That's right. I know. I was at a party with Joan Collins last night as well. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic and Kieran Culkin were at this. Went to a party together oh, last night. We okay, did. Rock we out with did. your culks out. Well, okay. we literally spoke. Oh, that sounded good. And we, we we spoke at a party last night. It is true. What did you talk about? I said, "Can I get a picture with you?" And he whipped around, looked me directly in the eye, and said, "I have to get back to my wife." And then bolted. Oh. Yeah. You should have, if you were like. Remember when Meghan Markle ate okra with Haley Duff? He would have turned around. Stop he would have it. lingered a few more seconds. Stop it. He's like, you Stop. have the cooking channel too. You it's think I should have dropped? I should have dropped Markle's name with him. He would have. His he still would never turn to his wife if he oh, knew we were going to talk he'd about. He'd be with again. you right now. The Markle Sparkle. Oh, yeah. Um. So steering this ship right back on track. <laughs> Now we're like so, Jamie's career. It's like, where are we going? Yeah, yeah. Unlike, yeah, unlike Jamie's career, I'm going to write this ship. So she goes on, most recently, Brittany writes her book, and obviously, like, the entire world turns on the Spears family, minus Brittany. They are become absolute villains. Wendy Williams calls for their death <laughs> in, a quote, in something that I quote so almost good. every episode on this podcast. Death um, to all of them. Death. To all of them. That's so good. Um, like it things aren't looking up for for Jamie Lynn. So what does she decide she needs to do? Do the one thing that is foolproof for any celebrity to get back into the good graces of society, which is go on dancing with the stars. I cannot. She gets knocked off. Like, and when I tell you my phone basically exploded in my hand like an atomic bomb when this was announced, because the number of people that were texting me, like 911911, and I'm thinking like someone's dead, and they're like, Jamie Lynn Spears is going on dancing with the stars. <laughs> yeah. Pop culture was dead. It was not an exaggeration. Right, everything died. Yes. And she gets knocked out in what, like episode two? I don't even think she makes it three full rounds yeah. and is knocked out of the competition. Apparently, just as um, talented as her, as her sister in dancing, I think not. No, the stills that I've seen from that, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's I'm not just great. Say that to be nice, it's not. It's not great. Evan was in the hotel with all them though. But yeah, so actually another funny Jamie <laughs> I feel like our lives. Why is like you guys are friends, you and Jamie? Like the more you're talking, like you're there's too many over block her. Like you're gonna have to like block your Instagram story to her whenever you have posts about this. I honestly think like, I, know. I know she's gonna so, be up in those DMs and then come. Are you her son, Dominic. Evan? Are you her son? I, I am her son. Oh, yes, she had a daughter. He's the reason Zoe one one was canceled. We didn't even talk about her teen pregnancy. We have to talk about that. But tell your story first. So. I, my condo flooded and I. What if that I, was the story? And no. Jamie Lynn was the contractor. <laughs> Jamie was the contractor. No, my condo flooded. And so we had to like move out of our uh, place for a little bit while the floors were being replaced. And for whatever reason, uh, the insurance hooked us up and we got to stay at uh, the AKA in West Hollywood, which is right on Sunset Boulevard. And the month was October slash November. And that's when Dancing with the Stars is happening. And so like, me and my husband are like checking in and all, like every day we're just like seeing like people from Dancing with the Stars and then we put it together that like the cast from Dancing with the Stars is staying here. And I think like our first week was the week that Jamie Lynn got eliminated. And I was like, oh my God, like, you know, we know who each other is. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to run into her in like a post. You're like, Ugh, what happens if she like comes to like yeah. cry in my hotel room? <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I was just like, I don't know how to, I also don't want her to think that like, oh my God, Evan from 
like Evan the reporter is in the hotel is he like following me but like, like I didn't want, I, there's a lot yeah. of avenues that could have been going yeah down. I just didn't want to like run into her whatsoever and of course like the night she gets eliminated she walks into the lobby with a pint of ice cream and is just running up to her hotel room meanwhile no, no. I'm at like the other end of the lobby getting tea at the little coffee and tea bar we're very far from each other but like we're okay. visible also you adding that was kind of a drag to her what <laughs> she was running huffing with ice cream i was getting tea um so anyway i <laughs> it was just, it was just a detail i remembered i uh, whatever i eat ice cream every day in my life uh, but she had ice cream in hand like this I, fat bitch was like no, no, shoveling no. ben and cherries into her mouth i, I was did, having I a salad and <laughs> dressing on the side I, well, no, you said, I you said like, ice cream and i immediately was like she's crying like eating ice cream like, oh i just how yeah. else which, no better which, way to do it yeah i didn't see any tears in the lobby she was simply taking the pint up to her room <laughs> i believe but then she she ended up having a photo shoot because i saw on instagram and like you can rec- like because i live there i like recognize all the rooms or whatever and she did this like whole little like setup photo shoot, not with the ice cream, but like it was like on a selfie <laughs> stick. I'll have to send you guys. Some not on a selfie stick. The I'm way gonna... you have just thrown her into a bus <laughs> and then like got her like mouth to mouth to push her into a pool. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's, he's avenging Britney right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was not a selfie stick. She actually balanced the phone on the empty Ben and Jerry's and then just went to town. <laughs> There was a moment when I was like, okay, do I like say something or do I not say something? We were both very far away from each other and we didn't have my glasses on or my contacts in. So it was kind of fuzzy. And I was like, let me just like not, let me just bypass like an awkward moment situation. But yeah, I don't know like what would happen if we were to run into each other. Cause like we do, like she knows who I am. And I did, I interviewed her on the carpet at, while I was at page six for the premiere of special forces season one. Um, and she like immediately saw me, gave me a hug, I think because she like remembered our fine chat from the Hollywood Reporter piece. And like, I don't know, like, I guess like when I like look at, like examine my interactions with Jamie Lynn, like she was very sweet and kind to me. I just, you know, I'm a Britney boy and like Britney has said what she has said. But then the thing is like, if you read the book, sure, she talks shit about Jamie Lynn, but then we wrap up the book by extending a lot of grace to Jamie Lynn and mom yeah. and dad. And it just like, I don't know the thing, the whole situation is like so complicated because like your family does shitty things to you, but like at the end of the day, you are your family. And so Brittany's probably just constantly trying to like reconcile in her head. Like, I hate you guys so much. You ruined my life, but like you are my sister. And like, maybe I do want to like make this thing better. I don't know, etc. Anyway, so Brittany's complicated feelings about Jamie Lynn also <laughs> make my feelings complicated. Mm. Mm. Coincidence. Oh, wait. The Special Forces carpet, I will say this because this was weird as hell. Was she in the first season? Is that what it was? Yeah, she was in the first season and before we got there, like, there was, like, a mandate from PR, like, a very strong mandate. Like, you cannot mention Britney Spears in any way, shape, or form at any time on this carpet. If you mention mm. the word Britney, you will you're be out of there. Jesus. Like, we you're like, what about Britney Snow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've we got were all to be like, kidding me. Fitless. But I was surprised, I guess, at the power that but she that had. But that just goes to, to show that. you the influence that they have to shut down those conversations. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. think about that. If and that like, was we all like, agreed to it. That was like 
when we already fucking knew everything. Like, let alone when it's like her, Brittany trying to like reach out for help. Like if they right. can shut down shit when we already know everything, like imagine That's what they real. did back then, you know? <sighs> yeah. It that was is weird. really and of something. Course they're all just like yeah. asking about special forces and her kids and stuff. It's, just, it's, it's so weird to like, I don't know, for her Jamie Lynn to have conversations where and be in places like I don't know I wonder if like Jamie Lynn like I know she and her mother believe that maybe her career worked in tandem with Britney's but like I wonder like when she's like at home alone in bed and thinking to herself like does is she ever able to truly acknowledge to herself that like Britney Spears is like the reason why people know who she is and not saying that she can't carry a tune or give what needs to be given in a netflix hallmark card inspired series like sure (laughs) i don't know she's doing she's doing what needs to be done in certain areas but like she wouldn't have the opportunity to do those things without her sister's coattails i almost want to give her the benefit of the de- like, I, I instinctively, I almost want to blame Lynn Spears for Jamie no, of, Lynn of because, course, but, yes. but, but no, that this is who I'm playing devil's advocate with. You know, there's no, there's no roadmap. Like when you have a successful child, particularly one that just became an instant icon, the way that Brittany did, I shouldn't say instant. I mean, she was a child performer for many years before she became, you know, the underlined version of Britney Spears. But when she did, uh, you know, after um, what you call it, baby, one more time. It when she just became an overnight juggernaut. There's no way to know what the right decisions are when your kid's that famous. We get it. So, but you know, the dad had his own designs that I. What I'm sensing, having not read any of their written words, uh, any any of the Spears, the Spears Publishing Dynasty's works, the trilogy, yeah, uh, yeah any the of trilogy. it. Um, you know, I would imagine that the mom was sort of hell bent on keeping it as normal as she could and maybe not letting Jamie Lynn fall through the cracks because obviously the dad was unethically doing many unethical things to the older daughter and the moneymaker behind the scenes. So the only devil's advocacy I would give to her is that like, I get what she's trying to let this girl not fall through the cracks. Then she gets pregnant when she's, I believe 16. And it just was, you know, a bit of a mess. However, however, you know, Jamie Lynn Spears is an adult. And from what I understand, having been blessed with uh, no siblings, uh, I don't know for sure how this goes, but it would seem that the bond between sisters, from what I know, is something that should transcend many things. And despite what you're going through, even with evil parents, that you'd want your sister to sort of represent. And that's, I might tell me if I'm wrong, but that's sort of where the villainy comes in is that Brittany feels like Jamie Lynn should have been standing up for her because she right. knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then just, well, and, and didn't. but instead was capitalizing on it. Like one thing that Brittany, I can't remember if this is in the book or not, but I know that she wrote it in like one of her insane Instagram captions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Books like, and then, oh, right. Yeah. When she, which is a book in itself, by the way. But um, when she, she, Brittany talked about like some tribute that they did to her at the, either the VMAs or like the people's like the critics, I don't know, the American music awards or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, 
Jamie Lynn performing all of her biggest hits like in a mashup yes. like for, to her <laughs> and Britney was like I was furious because I always wanted to do like a ma- like exactly what she got to do and instead like they let Jamie Lynn do it and not me with her songs I and, wonder like, if Jamie, Jamie Lynn... Lynn knew this was like my dream to do this mm. and she like did it instead yeah. to me like so for the, for the for oh the press for God. that was anyone allowed to ask Jamie Lynn about Britney or was she just going to say these songs were ghost written and performed prior to her arrival? Pick some songs, pick some songs out. So crazy. Yeah. Also that was like such a weird tribute. It was the radio Disney music awards, which like, Oh, I mean, like, awards like, are with like human, like, like eagle just, wing, like right air quotes. Literally, like, you yeah. just made the blockbuster awards look like the Nobel Prize. <laughs> with that it, title. Was, it was Sophia Carson who was on the Disney Channel doing "Baby One More Time," Kelsey Ballerini doing some like country version of "Oops, I Did It Again," and Kelly Steinfeld doing some like cute little sexy version of "Circus," and then. Jamie Lynn comes out and just, you know, sort of like prancing around on stage doing Till the World and singing over her sister's vocals. But I, yeah, I think that if Jamie Lynn had, had known how much it meant to her sister to like want to update her Vegas show with like remixes and new versions of the songs and then to like agree to do that and surprise her, that seems just kind of cruel. Like what, what she should have done, like in my opinion, if like that was my sibling situation, I would have been like, Hey, like, this is what they're doing in the tribute. They asked me to be a part of it, but I know that you've been kind of like working really hard behind the scenes to do this yourself. I think this is fucked up. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to like allow you to say something to management, et cetera, whatever. But obviously that's not what happened. And I think according to like Britney's testimony, like her, Jamie Lynn didn't have her best interest at heart really oh, ever. God, Although Jamie Lynn claims up and down that she is the one who encouraged Britney to get her own, lawyer but the people that ended up getting Britney or helping her get her own lawyer was her some girl who worked on her social media team and then her manager and like a nurse like a, an errant nurse oh, at that like yes, a, well, insane the, asylum the, yeah the nurse at the asylum is the one who like showed her all the free Britney stuff and Britney yeah. was like so grateful I don't know I just if there were people like out in the streets picketing and doing all this stuff and like and I was Jamie Lynn like I would be the first one to run to this like First of all, the, this place she was at, it's in Beverly Hills, but it is nasty as fuck. It is, like, so disgusting and so sad, like, driving past you. Like, I cannot believe that, like, the one and only Britney Spears ever stepped foot in there. And then she was, like, first held in solitary confinement, and then they put her with the masses. And so, like, imagine that you're, like, this, like, you know, recovering meth addict in this like dingy beverly hills recovery center and all of a sudden britney spears walks britney in. spears is there and you're like hello mm. <laughs> you're like am i rec- what am i what is going on in the brain yeah like am i, am I on it again like am i yeah. like what's oops. happening <laughs> unfortunately oops i did it again yeah uh but the, the, first thing, very, yeah. <laughs> the first the first thing i'm thinking is holy shit I know who I'm pairing up with for the unit uh, yes. show, yes. for the talent show. I'm kidding. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat everyone's ass to pair up with Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you would think even Jamie would just read the vibe and be like, oh, I got to shift my allegiance to just start like kissing ass. That's the thing too. Like if, if Jamie Lynn had shifted her allegiance, like, do you know, we like, would love her. Uplift a girl like would- gay's men. Yeah, but, but if she it would be 100% behind her. She could release an album. She could 
Like, she could literally do whatever the fuck she wanted if she had just made it so apparently clear from the get-go that she was pro-Britney, that she was free Britney. The thing is, she wouldn't even say the word free Britney. And she also, like, diminished the cause by, like, suggesting that it was just, like, a bunch of cuckoo conspiracy people, which is just sort of, like, an echo of what her father always said about it. So clearly that was her sort of aligning herself with her dad, who, like, obviously is not the one. Yeah, no, and that's it, period. I mean, that's the the last minute of what you just said. That's why we're even here you know everything if she was a kid whatever like when you're an adult is when you have to undo the brainwash you we all have to do it to a certain extent like you got to just take responsibility and you can't at a certain age say yeah i was raised fucked up and that's why i'm making all these decisions currently you do reach a point where you have to say i'm going to correct it and she was so unwavering through the whole thing she had many golden opportunities after the after the audio, you know, the audio tapes of Britney came out in uh, in 2021. We all listened to that testimony. That was the moment when she was supposed to come forward and say, mm. "Fuck!" You, you didn't have to say "fuck my dad." You just needed to appear with your sister anywhere and show support. And she really wouldn't do it. Like she she just could not do it. It could have seemed been, like the easiest choice too. It could be like what the royal family does, and they're just like seen together. Like that wow. is all that needs to happen. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. even need to be her like holding a free Britney flag and then marching and being the like conductor of the fucking parade. Yep. She needed to be at a coffee shop with her sister and mm-hmm. that is staged for paparazzi. That's what needed it, to happen. It could have been so simple. Like I, I, and I know that Britney and Christina later had a moment on the internet because Britney felt like Christina didn't speak up about her conservatorship when she should have at the Latin Grammys, whatever. That was a whole mess. But after the 2021 rec- like recording of her testimony came out, Christina, I her, I don't know if you guys remember like the statement that she released. It was so beautifully written. And it was, it was like literally the most touching thing I have ever read, but it was just her like showing her support for Britney and standing behind like a woman who like clearly what you know was abused or like oppressed under like misogynistic rule like what whatever it was like christina made sure to say something and like britney and christina have history like it could have been as simple as like jamie lynn just like releasing a really nicely written instagram Mm. message i mean i don't know it could all be so simple but you'd rather make it hard and that is what jamie lynn spears has done to herself Mm -hmm. (laughs) so the question (sighs) is what does she do now i don't Y'all tell us anything else that we need to say about Jamie Lynn before we well, go yeah, to the I think this bitch needs to be careful because karma is already going after the dad and he's going to pick them <laughs> off one by one. And oh. You better be careful, baby. You better Thanks. do something. Whatever we come up with here, bitch, you better listen to it because you are in, you are in danger. You are in karmic danger. You already lost the leg. Yeah. If you want to do Dancing mm-hmm. with Stars again, Dancing mm-hmm. with Stars Australia, girl, get in the mouth. Oh my god. Oh. I mean she doesn't need both, but it would help her. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe last the second round. Danny and Evan, page six boys, as I call you. We are going to now do our pitches and then you two are can confer. You can ask questions, you can do whatever you need to do, but then you guys have to make a decision on who you think is the winner of this okay. pitch off. <sighs> Jamie Lynn Spears. Yes. You it's it's in my opinion so fucking easy. You have had every single opportunity possible to be good. And you've driven like flown past 
every single opportunity at 900 miles an hour. You don't want to be good. You want us to like you for you as a person, not your being the sister of Britney Spears. So what you are going to do is lean into, I'm taking a note right out of Dominic's book, you are going to become a reality TV villain, period, done. Mm. You are going to go on every other fuck House of Villains first contestant of season two, Jamie Lynn Spears. And I'm House, watching Like, oh. go on RuPaul's Drag Race and let them all make fun of you to your face. <laughs> like, go on Big Brother. Go on Survivor. Go on, all, like, Special Forces. Like, if she did Special Forces, like, that seems like, that makes Survivor look like a walk in the fucking park. If she can do that, even for one day, she can do any reality. Go on Love is Blind. Go on any show and just be a fucking villain and and just admit to the world that you're a villain. It's it, it's the only thing that she has left. Like, it, she can't, she keeps trying to be like, yeah, and then me. It's like, no, all we care about is your sister. Like, no one gives a fuck that you're on Dancing with the Stars. Everyone is just like watching it to watch you fail because we fucking hate you because we love your sister, period. So mm. lean into the fact that everyone hates you. Like, guess who was a really successful reality star? Omarosa. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. New York. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, think of these people that have come, that we still talk about today that are villains. Like if you want to go survivor, like Johnny fair play, like remember that when he said his mom, his grandma was dead. And meanwhile, he said, my grandma's on the walk on the couch watching Jerry Springer. Like mm-hmm. we fucking loved those people. That's what you need to, if you do that, we will all forgive you. And that is my pitch. Okay. Wow. Right. Um, yeah. I love a good lean in. I, I love a lean into your most. It's what you, I'm surprised if I, if you don't, it wasn't, this, it wasn't even on my radar. It wasn't. Oh, really? You weren't Charles um, Sandberging? No, not, not this time. No, I do. I do do that a lot, but no, this time I, I I have to be honest. I feel like there just isn't a world where forgiveness is going to be an option for this woman by the people who she would be seeking it from. Like my mom and dad, I don't know. They don't, they wouldn't give a shit. Me probably wouldn't give a shit. But you three millennials, this is this is literally this is literally, literally. Like, there is nothing. This Jamie Lynn could be crucified in front of you people, and you'd be like, she's not hanging straight enough. Like there's just not there's not going to be a thing that she's going to do. So the only thing I is like, you just need to let her stew in her own juices, and if. This Ooh. this is never going to happen, Jamie Lynn. This is never going to happen because it needs participation from way too many people. But if the argument is always like these two were always equivalent and I was robbed of my spotlight because it was always about Britney, just do a versus with Britney versus Jamie Lynn and let's wow. start it once and for all. <laughs> Dominic God. Oh, and that God. is my pitch. Okay. My God. I would uh, die. I would I would be crucified. Like, I would crucify myself after that. That's all I would need. Look at Chris. <laughs> oh I didn't God. know where you were going for so I'm much of that, devastated. too. Wait, I, I feel like, I feel like if Lynn were... I, Adonis, like, oh, I yeah, hate you so much. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Fuck.
I'm so fucked. Okay. I don't even. I I kind of want to like pretend to deliberate to not make it such an obvious. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Okay, but here's what I'll say. If we were to do a versus Britney versus Jamie Lynn, that would be first that would be so incredible. Of course it would be incredible. That would be so hysterical and just so wonderful to watch. But if we did the reality TV villain route, we would have more opportunities to see Jamie Lynn and all her villainry. Like the verses would be like, well, actually, yeah, I'm thinking the MPM memes per minute and the versus memes. Yeah. The reaction okay. gifts that would come from that. In a desperate plea, I'm gonna ask okay, you. Ask. Does this at the end of the day, we are fixing Jamie Lynn Spears, not yeah. Britney Spears. That's all. Okay. Right. Okay, okay. So Okay. So Dominic, your your route, your pitch. Is you're kind of ending Jamie Lynn Spears. You're not really fixing her. Like, yes, and that's that's <laughs> why I started. <laughs> that's why I started this journey with I actually as I don't think she's fixable. Like my parents would be like, "Oh, she's a nice girl," but you know what? The three of you, she's never going to do anything where you're going to be like, you know, she's back. Where you know you really earned. I just, I just, I give up. You could disagree if you if you disagree with that, then you have to disagree with my pitch because i'm basically saying she's unsavable the versus with britney is also a, a lose-lose situation for her but at least at least <laughs> yeah. we know we've it's given so her the opportunity but to you know her what? points i kind of am now thinking like bird's eye view though the amount of like silly goofy fun britney might have doing a versus where it's like everyone enjoying her music and then they're in the green room together you could like it would be the ending in flames, but there could be something where they're like, why are we fighting? Because they are sisters at the end of the day. So they could have a silly sister situation happening where I could see you accidentally, like you're going for the KO shot of Jamie Lynn Spears. You could plant another seed there. That's honestly maybe, that's a really good point, Danny. And I will maybe say they that. End it. They end the verses by duetting on uh, Me Against the Music. That's what Ooh, well, I you, oh, you wow. probably aren't aware God, of this. God damn it. You're I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, I'm sorry, there, go ahead. No, 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 there, there is actually like oh, an wow. official Britney and Jamie Lynn duet. It's called Chillin' With You. It was number nine on Britney oh, Jean, which is an album that many Britney fans don't widely it's, even acknowledge. We don't acknowledge. Yeah, we don't acknowledge. Yeah. Um, Even though Perfume is like one of my favorite songs on Hell. I it's do a like great perfume. song. That yeah. is a good song. Um, but I, I encourage you to listen to Chillin' With You. It's now available in Dolby Atmos. You can really hear Jamie's <laughs> vocals. Oh, so. These plugs are amazing. <laughs> this is but I will say, I think that if, if we were to do a versus and say a sisterly moment happened backstage and Brittany and Jamie Lynn made up, I feel like that truly could fix Jamie Lynn because the thing is like I don't think we millennials us Britney loving gay millennials will be able to fully forgive Jamie Lynn until Britney does like if Britney forgives Jamie mm-hmm. Lynn I'm giving her a hug when I spot her at the hotel and I'm my like, pitch, oh my god Jamie Lynn oh, you know? my pitch is how that happens because you know how that versus could very well end is that they go back and forth with their numbers and Britney tearfully looks at Jamie Lynn and says hey y'all you you really aren't good at all. I'm so sorry. And then just hug. They just hug it out. Or like, that, that might work. Long. That might. You work. know the mic drop. She's like, "Do you want 
let's get you that cup of hot chocolate. Everyone erupts. <laughs> Everyone's crying. You're crying, Dominic. You're like, oh my God, the sisters I never had. And then Brittany's like, and I'll never buy you another house. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. He's like, but two of mine are foreclosed. I'm kidding, but maybe. Oh, I had them for a minute. I had them for a minute, and now they're. I saw right what you were doing, Christopher. Side, I was I like, know, you want to, you, you so want to do a post pitch lobby? God, Absolutely. Damn not. it. I am standing right and back in here. I also know our girl. She like drops out of every reality show she ever does. So I feel she doesn't <laughs> have true. the grit. Oh to yeah, do right. The you're right. Because she did like, I'm a celebrity. Yeah, she was like, she was like, get me out of here. She called the Uber. So I would, I, I really like where you were going with that but i don't know if her staying power would help her you are right okay like if she goes toe-to-toe with omarosa you think jamie lynn's gonna be able to survive in the traitor's house with phaedra i don't think jamie lynn no one could oh my god wait though i would die to see jamie Lynn. i would love her on traitors i would just i would like to see uh jamie lynn spears in the back of an uber with tiffany pollard for five minutes that's what i would like <laughs> honey, honey spoiler alert she'll be driving the uber in four years <laughs> i do feel like if anyone could get jamie lynn together and as like someone who is like a voice for every gay man new york could do it like the oh, like i wish she could just like Gemma collins her you know should she be on the list should you guys come back and fix Tiffany Pollard? Because her career is not what it should be. I'm afraid That's to fix her. Are I'm we afraid plugging? To fix She'll come after you. <laughs> no, I but, it's, but it's coming from love. It's coming from love. Like, why isn't she the goddess that we all know her to be I, on TV? Right. Like, I feel like she is capable of more at this moment. But I um, almost feel like we love, <clears throat> if she was oversaturated, I don't know if we would want it mm. that that much you know what i mean Words well this kind of well all of this we'll discuss on when you guys come okay, back to fix okay, tiffany okay. New York i would college. happily oh my god the clips about i that? watch <laughs> of her show still it's so good okay but another I'm clip assuming three that... people this week sent me a clip of hottie from flavor of uh, flavor of love telling tiffany that she looks like that beyonce. she that hottie herself looks like beyonce <laughs> like where did this come from three separate people sent it to me this week why is it making the round well, let's guys because it was the 18th together. anniversary says, of that clip she says beyonce, beyonce you look like luther motherfucking vandross yep yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> they cut away to goldie's interview bike he goes hottie <laughs> mental so institution it's a great it's what? a great clip I follow uh, Goldie. I love Goldie. Okay, we the Goldie. Another clip I love is when she tries to learn Japanese, and I'll just let you guys Google that on your own. Time. Okay, we'll <laughs> Google that. Um, I'm assuming Dominic wins this. Yeah, I think we're gonna give yeah. Dominic the W here. He the, deserves it. Was, it. it was like a Britney versus Jamie versus situation. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> But we were happy to be chilling with you, as we know that was a duet. Chris, Chris is going to oh rescind that invitation to come back. That was you were no, just, that was You're the great. Jamie Lynn of this podcast, Chris. I am Except the Jamie Lynn of the this The difference podcast. between our ages is like five times what it is between Brittany and Jamie Lynn. So it's more like a, a Lynn and Jamie Lynn moment, really. Okay, Photoshop, okay. Photoshop request me and Dominic as Jamie Lynn and Britney Spears. Okay, also oh Halloween God. costume request. I need the two of you doing that this October 31st. What would you wear as Jamie Lynn? <laughs> Running with ice cream crying? Yeah. And then I'll be drinking tea. I, I, I never said she was A crying. hot chocolate. He's walking with ice cream through a lobby not crying, Evan. Who's <laughs> smiling in that situation? 
We can connect a dot. And you did say that it was the day that she was eliminated. You said it the night of her elimination, comma. She was with a pint of ice cream. That's what I would be doing. Crying. Yeah, probably crying. Oh, God. Okay, Dominic. Beautiful pitch, beautiful win. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Danny Thank Evan. You, this, has six boys. Ab- this has been an absolute whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. Page six boys, tell us where everyone can find you. Thank you so much for being on. Oh, oh my God. Thank you guys so much for having us. This is so much fun. We do our podcast. It's a video series. It's podcast platforms, virtual reality. It's every Thursday, but then we also drop fun interviews throughout the week too. It's kind of just, it's sporadically appearing one to five times a week. And where can we find you guys on social media? So I'm just at Evan Real. So find me there. And you can follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K across all platforms. Dominic, where can people find you? Lording over you in the verses that we're talking about, beating you senseless. You're gonna ride, ride that right into the ground, aren't you? <laughs> or you can go to my website, which is dominary.com, or at Dominic Pupa on socials. Chris, where can the listeners find you? You, you got me with that twice. You're welcome. You can find me at the Krista Rosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. You can follow the Patreon at patreon.com/slash Fixing Famous People. I wish you all well. And as always, where's Shelly? Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.